Welcome in, Afflink listeners, to Studio 1400. We're actually not in the studio today, uh, but recording live from sunny Scottsdale at the 2020 Engage meeting. Thanks for listening in. Uh, just finished up our annual charity golf classic, uh, benefiting the City of Hope. Again, that's, I think, our fourth year. Fourth right? year. Um, we had a, a very special guest this morning uh, in with us, Matt Dodd, who uh, is our contact for our City of Hope and has been for a while. Welcome in, Matt. Thank you, Michael. It's great to be here. Good deal. Um, just came off of a, another great event yesterday uh, here at the golf course. We raised just over $100,000, yep. uh, which is good. That puts our, Amazing. I think, the Afflink uh, crew uh, over the past three years at about two fifty. dollars um, So um, we're always pleased to, to no, partner with a, you guys. That's an astounding number, and um, we love it. Good, good, say. and we're going to continue that, no <laughs> doubt. Talk to us a little bit about, uh, for those that don't know, uh, listening in, about the City Hope. What's its mission and... Um, and sort of overall goal. Sure. So, um, you know, just a quick background on City Hope. It, it really has a unique and, and rich history. It's uh, over 100 years old. Uh, it started as a, uh, as a center for tuberculosis, which was the evil of that time. Uh, people were uh, very fearful, literally dying on the streets, and people didn't know where you could care for them or hug them or, or anything. And, and uh, uh, LA uh, garment industry workers saw one of their own again literally dying on the street uh, and they said enough of this so they they raised a hundred dollars and, wow. uh, and bought the land in Duarte California where City of Hope resides right now you know it's over a hundred acres and uh, Army donated some tents uh, Army nurses donated their time and City of Hope was born wow. uh, again not a place of cures for tuberculosis at the time but just a place for people to go be cared, be loved, and looked after, and um, tuberculosis obviously was was taken care of. And today, City Hope has uh, evolved into one of the global leaders in the fight against cancer, diabetes, HIV/AIDS, and and other uh, devastating diseases. Uh, it's a place of both excellence in uh, treatment, but uh, really our global impact is in our is in our research. Sure. Um, uh, as you and I are both sports fans, I, my favorite stat is uh, over 100 million patients uh, uh, benefit from City Hope, City Hope breakthroughs each and every year. So 100 million. When you think about our, wow. our reach and our impact uh, and our partnership and how that sure. helps our, our researchers, uh, you, you can't help but think about it, that. It's fascinating. What a, what a great story. Uh, how long have you been a part of that story? Uh, just hitting my 20-year mark. And, oh, congratulations. Boy, it's, uh, it's flown by fast. And, uh, and how did you get involved? Uh, it's really by chance. I, I worked, uh, oddly enough, for the Pro Beach Volleyball Tour uh, right <laughs> out of college. And I did uh, merchandising and ticket sales and uh, marketing and sponsor signage and things like that. Uh, the tour came, uh, came upon some, some tough times. And suddenly, uh, you know, we went out of business and we looked sure. at each other and we go, boy, the tour the tour's done. And, and to go with that, we're out of a job. No, so I... not thinking fundraising at all, but... Uh, you know, a fundraiser, uh, or I mean, a headhunter found me, uh, and obviously working with corporations and managing mm-hmm. events and logistics is a perfect fit for fundraising at sure. City of Hope. And uh, I was hired the next day, and, and 20 years later, here we go. Uh, 200 million raised during that time, and so uh, it feels good about the impact and the, the benefits of bringing those kind of funds to researchers that really need uh, need it the most. Sure. Well, you do a great job, and, and we appreciate what We do it team. together. We know? do it together. That's, that's true. It's a team game, that's, that's for that's sure. That's exactly true. Uh, so tell me about how – I know how Affleck got involved over the years. Tell me about how the, 
the business products industry sort of found its way into the heart of City of Hope. Yeah, and we've uh, all sort of, sort of embraced that from manufacturers to distributors all across the B2B world, really. Sure. So it's, a, it's an interesting story. So City Hope first, uh, it's a unique fundraising model in that we have about a dozen of these 30, 40, 50-year industry vertical relationships. And so what we call the national business products industry, it really uh, combines a, a few aligning uh, sectors of, you know, Janssen industrial cleaning, uh, break room, office, technology, furniture, uh, packaging, health, safety, basically everything businesses large and small need uh, in, in uh, doing their business. And uh, so we started, um, you know, roughly 40 years ago, uh, a person named Jack Miller, who was the owner of Quill, mm-hmm. uh, a large uh, distribution partner in Chicago. Uh, he got introduced to City of Hope. And uh, he just thought, boy, wouldn't it be great uh, while uh, all of us do kind of our own individual things in terms of charitable efforts, wouldn't it be great if we brought the industry and we came together, partners and competitors alike? Uh, this was the day before superstores, but you know, distribution right. partners, manufacturers, wholesalers, uh, trade reps, I mean, everybody coming together, partners, competitors alike. And so he had a meeting, he called a meeting to his office, he uh, called upon probably a dozen of the, of the top brands at that time, uh, the CEOs of those companies, and he just talked passionately about what he saw and learned when he visited City of Hope. And he said, uh, again, just said, let's, let's come together and why don't we do something? And uh, they honored, uh, each year we honor a, um, an executive and their right. company with the Spare Life Award. It's our highest you know, humanitarian uh, accolade. And uh, they honored a, um, a person that year, and they had a big gala, and they raised twenty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> and uh, turn around, uh, you know, uh, twenty, uh, you know, thirty-eight years later, we raised fifteen point five million last year. Wow! And our goal is twenty million this year. Uh, we have a great honoree, Stephanie Dismore from HP, <laughs> and uh, she's has some ambitious goals, and it just sounds good, but it also feels good. Uh, uh, 20 million in 2020. That does. It's yeah. a nice round number to try and try and achieve. <laughs> it does, and it, and so it just it just built from there. You know, we had uh, um, each year we we get the try to get in the hearts and minds of not only the the leadership at these companies, but drill down into their employees, and um, and we try to build on new relationships. We have a a board uh, from top executives and of the top brands in this industry that really help guide us. Uh, and maximize our fundraising potential, uh, but they also are great connectors and relationship builders. And so that was, sure. you know, what happened with Afflink. Uh, we had some great partners at Georgia Pacific and Gojo and mm-hmm. and Kimberly Clark uh, that were longtime supporters of us and and reached out to to Dennis and the Afflink team and said, you know, this is this is an opportunity that we'd love to have you be part of the family. Uh, I don't think that there's something that uh, like that, you're, that right. exists right now, and, That's right. and it seemed like a good fit, and uh, it has been certainly has been. Yeah, and, and from from our standpoint, we we've really embraced it. Um, really, personally, I think from Dennis's standpoint, and, and it's sort of permeated through the organization. But I've been there for a little bit at Athlink, and we've kind of I don't want to say struggled, but was we kind of lost on how did we best um, use our resources, and we often gravitated toward local charities. Uh, but it was really difficult for our members and our suppliers who are really all over the world to embrace that because they didn't see that every day. And so sinking our teeth into something like the City of Hope um, was was able where we were able to broaden that and, and really say, hey, you can have a piece in this. 
And, you know, cancer affects everyone in some way, shape, or form. And so everyone has a tie to it. For uh, sure. And it's, and it's, I think that's why you've seen sort of the outpouring from our standpoint of, um, of both, in, in, you know, integration of our, of our members and suppliers with this sort of national charity. And I think it's probably fair to say thank you to those guys who, are, who have continued to participate and contribute there. Um, otherwise, you know, we wouldn't be here talking about it today. So yeah. to all our members and suppliers, I want to thank you. I'm sure Matt wants yeah, to thank I you sure as do. well for that being is, out. That is for sure. And, uh, you know, from our standpoint, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of great charities and a lot of great efforts. And it's not an either-or kind of thing for, for all the companies that support us. They obviously support a lot of different charities, some local and whatnot. But uh, you're right. You know, all the, you know, most of the companies that support us are global sure. entities that have, uh, you know, distribution centers or offices or employees or customers that are all over the country, and I think that's been uh, kind of the, the impact uh, most felt by City of Hope is that our, our research is global, uh, as we mentioned, with the 100 million people. But uh, right. when you think of, uh, um, you know, bone marrow transplantation, which many people have heard of and benefit, it's a gold standard of, of care for leukemia and other type of cancers. That City of Hope had a, you know, and Dr. Foreman had a, a big part in that and really being the pioneer of that, of that procedure. Uh, many people have heard about anti-cancer drugs, Herceptin, Avastin, Rituxin, Herbitux, and many, many more. Uh, would not be possible without uh, breakthroughs that that, may, that City of Hope uh, accomplished right. that made it possible for those drugs to be made. Uh, Humulin on the diabetes side is used by over half the world's diabetics. Uh, it's a synthetic insulin. Um, and, uh, and so you, you just think about all the the little kind of uh, accomplishments along the way, but you think of the number of people and the global impact of, the, of, of those efforts and, and more to come. Yeah, it's interesting to, to, to hear what is all that, what is $250 million over the course of whatever, <laughs> what is all that done? And it's nice to see some tangible results come out of that. Um, and, I've, you know, we hear the testimonies annually, which are so powerful and so moving. What about from your standpoint personally, what's the most uh, rewarding piece of working with City of Hope for you? You know, you can't help uh, when you go uh, visit the campus, and we, we get the, the privilege of on tours and various things to hear from the researchers. And that's, uh, you know, the, the neat thing about it, I think, is how the culture has stuck over 100 years. And I th I've heard businessmen and our supporters kind of talk about culture. It's such an important component of, of what a company is and what an entity is. And that part, how we started, you know, in just a place where people can go and be loved and cared for. And we're really proud about that in that uh, 201, when you hear a patient speak, they talk about the nurses, the caregivers, mm -hmm. the parking lot attendant that walked me to my, my room or my appointment room because the campus is large and it's sprawling and it can be overwhelming. And when you think about what a, ca a cancer patient uh, and their families are dealing with, you, know, you don't want the little things to, to be part of that. You know? and, so right. the, and so they 201, they talk about just the great care they uh, treat them as, as humans and individuals, not case numbers. Uh, so there's always like birthday parties or celebrations or sure. just the great personal touches that, yeah. that happen. And uh, uh, I know there's statistics that back it up, but, sure. and I don't know what the number is, but I know the, that kind of emotional support uh, only benefits in the, in the treatment and the end result of, of uh, their care. It's science and soul, yeah. <laughs> which is your, your tagline, I guess. Right? Without a doubt. And, and truly live that. Yeah. Um, tell, uh, tell the listeners here about what's next for City of Hope. I know that you guys have some really 
big audacious goals. Um, what's coming down the pipe? Yeah, so it's really at City Hope, but but all of, of kind of cancer care and diabetes is, uh, I think it's, you know, I've been listening to the researchers for years and years and years, and I've never to a, uh, heard them more excited, enthusiastic, and optimistic that the cures are literally right on right, their fingertips. Right. They feel it, they know it, and I think it's just the rapid advances of technology, uh, the computing power, the speed, the, the, uh, the intricate detail, the minute on the molecular level, what they're able to see and figure out and create uh, is, is just far different and far faster than anyone ever imagined. And so they're able now to, to begin the understandings of not only what you have, but why you have it. What little molecule, what little protein, what little thing in the trillions of, of right. cells and, and things that make up our body uh, is the cause, the root cause of what you have. So you and I can have the same cancer, but we have it for very different reasons. And a therapy for you might work great, will never work in a million years for me because it's not attacking the root cause of why we have it. It would just make me sick or mm -hmm. what have you. So now there, it's called precision medicine and City Hope leading the way in that. And it takes taking a lot of different forms, whether it's a, a medication or what we have uh, been working on a long time and you're hearing a lot about in the news now is uh, immunotherapy. Mm -hmm. Within us, we have the best cancer-fighting instrument on the planet, and that's, that's our immune system. We get eight to 10 cancer cells each and every day. And really? uh, our immune system identifies it, kills them, gets rid of them, we go on with our day. And uh, so cancer in, in, many, in all the you know, hundreds of forms that it, and thousands of forms it takes when you put into the biology um, has tricked the immune system. And uh, so City Hope has been in the global leader, first in human clinical trial, and you're hearing a lot about it now where we're able to take a, a patient's um, immune system, just basically drawing blood, and be able to make the, their immune system stronger and smarter with the ability to identify the type of cancer that they have build all the, a bunch of cells in the lab, re-inject the patient's own blood and immune system back in, wow, but now they're armed with smarter, stronger immune system uh, with the goal that they will then be able to identify the cancer, run around the entire body, attacking only the cancer cells, leaving all the healthy cells unharmed. And uh, so you're seeing uh, most of our uh, initial research was done in a really deadly uh, type of brain cancer, so we had some uh, you know, some difficult, uh, you know, results, some, some positive, but some negative, but it was really dealing with this one difficult cancer. But now it's opened up to other types, and it's really kind of taking off, and we're seeing great results. Uh, I have a great, uh, it's such a neat thing to share, uh, ALL is a difficult uh, cancer. Curable, but the percentage is not in our, in our favor. Uh, we recently had a clinical trial with our, our CAR T-cell program. 13 patients came in one round of this immunotherapy uh, transfusion. They all came back uh, a month later. All 13 are clear and Incredible. in remission. So no it's at our early phases. So is it permanent? We don't know. Will right. it right. work for a year and then come back? We'll see. So, but, but it just shows you what the yeah. promise is. Yeah. And nothing, and their side effect? I'm feeling like a minor cold or something like that. You know, that's, wow. about, that's about it. Uh, so you can see what the promise is of this therapy, and we're excited to that, see where it's going to take us. That is truly exciting. Yeah. One of the things I really enjoy is um, coming back every year and, and hearing you say, hey, 
these funds have helped contribute toward, you know, finding a cure for diabetes or this is the work that we've done. Um, that, that's really exciting. So I can't wait yeah. to hear about, you know, but to be sitting here next year. Well, I, d- I do have to tell you, that, you know, uh, when you ask kind of what are, what are the funds have done and what are they geared for? And the neat thing is that they're, they're undesignated for the most part. They go into to City of Hope and it's and what they're really utilized for is is advancing initial research. Someone, you know, the large farm and the government agencies aren't in the risk business anymore. That's right. And so they're funding a very small percentage mm-hmm. of, uh, of efforts and uh, new ideas and new trials and things like that. They're calling upon us to show efficacy and prove that it's, it has some promise before they'll, they'll jump in and help us. And so right. uh, a researcher can have a great idea. And it's not just at City of Hope. It's all of sure. cancer fighting and diabetes or institutions. And so funds like this, we can direct, the smart people at City Hope can direct it towards a new investigator, a new idea, an exciting new therapy, and really move that um, that process along so they can show some proof of what it's all about and show proof of efficacy. And then, then we can start partnering and getting uh, larger funding mm-hmm. from certain agencies and large farm, which will help us kind of take it to the goal line. Sure. But uh, without that, uh, we call it. We kind of call it a you never get off the ground. It's what the <laughs> researchers really call the valley of death because mm-hmm. they have you have this this great idea, and they say I want to partner with you, and they go, well, show us it's going to work, and they go, well, I can't show you if I can't if I can't do it, and you, and one of the neat things, you know, this industry, one of the neat things it's done uh, that's really been a game changer at City Hope, is is the change the paradigm because you are dependent on large farm to build these really intricate uh, molecular, you know materials where you need to do your, your trials with, whether it's a drug or a therapy or what have you. And City Hope, again, kind of changed the paradigm and said, you know, again, forget that. Let's build one a GMP facility on campus, and we'll take the middleman out of that so that we can immediately build what a researcher needs, all under the FDA guidelines similar to any large farm. And uh, we'll build what they need. We'll, we'll hand it immediately over to the investigator. And, um, and they also have the benefit of the patients being run on campus. So you have this kind of triangulation of GMP facility, the researcher, and the patient, and all being in close right next to each other. And it's really been a game changer because people thought that is a really difficult task to take when you think of all the regulations and what's required for a GMP facility like mm-hmm. that. And they thought, it is never going to be used. It'll be a ghost town. And quite the opposite. We were, went to capacity very quickly on the, the first one. Now we have three GMP facilities on campus. And the neat thing for me as just a human being that wants this thing done is that City of Hope, other researchers and other institutions face the same problem. They're now coming to City of Hope and asking us and our GMP facilities to help them out build what they need for their trials. And City of Hope is more than happy to do that because it's not our mission that City of Hope cure cancer. Right. It's our mission that's, that cancer be cured. That's right. Wherever the best idea emanates, we're going to help them out and, and get that done. Very cool. It's, it's, a, it's a model for success. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's to be commendable for sure. Yeah. And we're just we're happy to be a part of, a small part of the, of the big uh, work that you're doing and, and that group is doing. Uh, we appreciate you being here every year. Um, like I say, we, we will continue our, to do our part. Um, but we love that. It's it's you know it's one year. You and I get to see each other once a year. Yeah. Tell tell listeners about how they can learn more and contribute, uh, not just one time a year, but but year round. Yeah. So a, a great way to learn. Uh, we have a website. Uh, it's uh, www.cityofhope.org forward slash N P N B P I, and that's for National Business Products Industry. 
Uh, there you will find a, a ton of information about City of Hope. Uh, you'll find a lot of information about our annual fundraising campaign, uh, who's involved, the, the variety of different ways that uh, people activate support, the calendar of events, uh, you know, boards and councils and committees sure. and things like that. Um, so it's a it's a good site to start. Uh, Very good place to start. Uh, to and we have uh, we'll continue our GoFundMe page that we set up um, as well, so people can continue to give. Awesome all year. That's on awesome. our site at Athlink.com. So, Matt, it's been a pleasure. It has been. Um, thank you. Thank Look you for everything, it. and uh, and best of luck to you and the city. Hope. Appreciate Thanks so much. It. Appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. That was excellent. <laughs> that was that was fun. That was a lot of fun.